Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, what's up, everybody? And welcome to the Swolecast today. We've got a pretty fun show. We've got Mr. Tuttle back. We've got Pat Corain on the show. Also, uh, we're missing one person, though. And that person is doing the thing that he does every week uh, at this time, and that is looking at his phone and discussing his football teams. He's just not being paid for it at this time. I did go to Davis's wedding, though, over the weekend, and um, it was great. It was great. And I, I'm not sure about, you know, he said no pictures, um, you know, no movies, no content. And so I'm, I'm going to somewhat honor his wishes. But we do have to talk about a few parts of the wedding that were amazing. We're going to talk about Pat's flag football routes and Tuttle is drafting a BBM3. All this next on this Wolcast from RoadGrinders.com. Please don't dupe me, bro. I'm begging you, don't dupe me, bro. It's the poop narrative. It's just been waiting to say those words. No. <laughs> the no, five no. years. Welcome. Come on in. Everybody sit tight. Uh, it's going to be a fun show, uh, an action-packed show. What, uh, what are you looking at? I was just trying to see who that. who is that in the top right box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You guys have gotten professional I, since I I mean we have like the the whole opening into the intro that I I have never experienced that before in my time on the Swellcast. The times they are a changing. Uh so this is this is how we get to, on TV basically is 
first of all can you imagine this show on uh tv like at like you know some of the channels that are at the doctor's offices and stuff i think davis is on one of those channels and he has to be like super buttoned up can you imagine this show on one of those channels that also reminds me we didn't even get to talk to davis about his new co-worker warren sharp these days too did you see that no i didn't i didn't see that yeah warren sharp doing stuff with sports grid now okay what, but Warren's also with Roto World too. He's on Roto. I mean, he's. I don't think is he so pulling like, He's not. I believe I, that I, that I, deal expired or something. Uh, <laughs> Breaking news here: <laughs> Warren Sharp is not helping to bring Roto World back. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I was on Roto World at looking at blurbs today, and Warren Sharp was on there. So my right, well, tell my you. apologies to NBC and Warren Sharp if that's the case. <laughs> I am a lowly fantasy football writer. <laughs> I love how we're breaking news. Also, um, you know, I went to Davis's wedding and I wanted to like, <clears throat> did he say like no stories or no, like, I'm pretty sure that was just about the actual, you know, his vows and stuff. Like as, as I understood it, he yeah. just did not want to be embarrassed. So I believe if you can tell stories that don't <laughs> fall in line of being embarrassing, it's fair game. Good luck with that. I mean, I feel like Davis's threshold for embarrassment is pretty, <laughs> is pretty high <laughs> after everything. Um, paint paint the scene for us because all we've okay. seen on Twitter is the photo of you, Dink, Leone, and Davis. That's the only yeah, kind of nugget. That one. That yeah, he one. posted it, and um, you know, it was it it that got like five hundred over 500 likes and Holly's like, wow. Cause I said, this, there's so much likes and Holly mentioned to him and he was like, Oh yeah, totally engagement farming with that one. So uh, <laughs> I had to explain to Holly later what that meant. How, how did Holly but, get along with the, uh, with uh, the Davis gang? Oh, so here's, here's the thing. Davis in real life, his real life friends and how he is with them totally totally mimics him with his internet friends um you know he has a type as far as like his friends go and uh it was it was awesome it was like <laughs> what is this type yeah what, what do you mean you know just like handsome taller guys uh <laughs> that are pretty funny that are, are not afraid to like bust balls so it's like, did you, you- Kitchen, do you, you identify the your friendship? Hey, God, I was just trying to get in a really good joke there. It's all right. I'm sorry. I still still over. No, Pat, you, uh, you, <laughs> Pat's my blocker. He's just like shutting it down. <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. Well, I was just curious if you identified the kitchen of that group. Okay, you had the yeah, same. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good yeah, one too. Yeah. <laughs> probably, uh, probably his best man. So. Okay. His best man delivered an amazing best man speech. And it was really a, a roast um, disguised as a best man speech, but tied it up perfectly at the end. Um, mentioned just the absurdity of, and Davis said, I could share this, that I guess Davis failed statistics uh, three times. Oh, no. <laughs> And just the absurdity that now that now Davis is like giving fantasy football advice from a numbers based perspective. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I mean, it makes sense so, that he didn't understand absolutes real early on. It exactly. Was, probability the, uh, was not in his vocabulary. It was, I know. Uh, we talked about the, the Johnny Menzel floor. But also, <laughs> um, Swolecast, a big hit with his real-life friends. Really? Yeah. Like, shout out to them. Like, they love the show. Like, I don't feel like my friends watch this show. Um, I don't feel like that either. <laughs> right. But shout out to them because I even saw them, like, kind of pointing, like, oh, they're soccer days. Like, they're really <laughs> Can- it would seem like Kitchen would go over there and be like, guys, you just want a picture. I would yeah. take a picture. So I started introducing myself as Soccer Dave. Um and and yeah, so Davis, um, you know, he had it was just like so full of joy. Like Davis was the just beaming the whole night. Everyone was laughing. It was like one of those I described, I was on Liam's stream yesterday. I described it as like that kind of montage before something goes really wrong where everything is like going just amazing, you know? And so just, just think of that before anything like went really wrong. Nothing went Well, and the thing that went really wrong is Davis wasn't able to fire at the Pomeranian two yesterday. That was, (laughs) that was the horror part of this story. (laughs) But I, uh, I felt like I was very under control. Um, You know, we, we kept it buttoned up. I I found the Davis Matic rap from his SoundCloud and oh, was good, ready yeah. was ready to give it to the DJ. The so ox that, table. <laughs> so that everyone could hear um you know Lil Deshaun D, right? Jackson. Lil D. Yeah, it was Lil D. And um, but the song choices were were not I just like felt uncomfortable. Like I didn't want to ruin anything. I didn't want to ruin the vibe uh, whenever that, that song came on and I, I hadn't checked it for the words or anything else, but Hey, can I, yeah. can, can I give a quick Davis memory since yeah. I wasn't able to, to honor him last week? I mean, I have, I have many, but the one that just popped in my head is when I know he had me convinced. I, I think he had kitchen convinced too, that he had a little had son a baby. Terrence. Yeah. He had a son named Terrence for the longest time. Like That's we, a good bit. Yeah, it was a good bit. He's like, "Oh man, I gotta go take take care of Terrence now." And he, yeah, well, he I mean, had me. there he did go through a phase, and um, and they talked about his uh, cornrows in community college, and <laughs> uh, you know, it was just Davis was the butt of a lot of jokes, but it all kind of came back around to like what an amazing guy Davis is, and how he just brings fun and energy to everyone around him. So it was a solid night. I, I do want to mention this. I'm not going to put it on, on Twitter, social media. This is just a nugget for the Swolecast fans because a Swolecast fan gave me this. And um, Davis sat us at a table with his high school friends. And so apparently Davis was, his brand was not Davis Matic. And so, so if you have that uh, clip, Davis was in the high school paper and his brand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so take it off. Yes. Oh, God. Bite-sized philosopher. Davis called himself the bite-sized philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Was this high school or college? I <laughs> was high school hashtag uh, bite-sized philosopher my guess is he didn't give you permission to show that one <laughs> davis no yeah. davis, davis did not but uh this other guy knew that uh, i told him i was going to take a picture of it uh of his phone <laughs> so he i think he he knew 
how much the Swolecast viewers would enjoy that. Like, imagine him just sitting on that, like, watch because he's this guy had watched Swolecast for like since the beginning, and just imagine him sitting on this nugget for so long, thinking if they only knew. Wow. <laughs> the irony is, you would think the man who coined the term "live a little" would be the one that goes by the bite-sized philosopher, right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know, right? They do kind of. Uh, there is some correlation there, as far as bite size and and living a little. Um, it's honestly, and take, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty catchy. yeah, yeah. Um, and then let's see. There was the other. There was a guy there that was so fun. Um, and you know, Dink and Leone were there at, at the table. We we're just talking like normal, and they're just kind of you know listening in. We're talking about absurd things like um, Leone's bet with um, the basketball bet with Galen. Was it Galen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Galen. Is it is it Golin? Yeah, I mean, if if you're gonna do an entire thread about how to pronounce, you <laughs> yes, know, NFL players' names, you need Jaylen, to know how to pronounce Golin. Yeah, I just say especially it since it's the exact same thing. Glenn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Pat. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> um, uh, was talking about his uh, his three point contest and just I guess I don't know if there's public knowledge, but it, it is now um, that Leone gave a third of his action to dink that morning like he woke up kind of scared and he gave a third of his action to dink so dink got just a free third of that um so dink's the one commentating on the video and he is quite happy about leone's performance so yeah. now you know um and so as we're talking about this <laughs> um like this guy we we kind of likened him to cousin greg from succession tall guy who is just freaking hilarious Maybe he's the soccer day bigger. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> I like how that you now your comp is now a Frankenstein of all the best characteristics <laughs> yeah, of Davis's friends and their best moments that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of reminded me of me. That yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, he just like asked Leo. He's like, "How much was the bet for?" <laughs> like, and then, and then everyone just starts laughing, and then he's like, uh, "How much money?" How much money do you have? Like he, <laughs> he just wants to just see the just bank doubling, account right there. Just doubling down. So um it was fun. Then after that, we were just talking about like the, the Levitan bet with the frying pan and his bet summing up. And and for people that are again just just regular Joe's not in this sick world that we're in, they just like what in the world? So uh it was a fun time. Speaking of the Levitan bet. Obviously, he um, he won his other. Bet. I feel like this is the summer of Levitan. We've yeah. got um, you know his his brand, his personality, and he's not taking anything from anybody, whether that be a high stakes player or a tennis player. Levitan has no appetite for foolishness right now. Dude, the, that reply back to Chad Schroeder was such a snap reply to a fairly innocuous comment. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> okay, there's part history of there, it. though, right? There's there. So, so let's my, let's set the take too. I was like, there's those. Let's set the table. Reply. Let's set the table. Everyone is underreacting or overreacting to every pit, every piece of news that comes out right now, right? And so. Um, Levitan puts I forget what's what it even is about. It was ETN. But ETN. Yeah, ETN. Okay. And uh Chad gives him a like kind of a well actually every you know there's nuance everything, you know whatever. Well, instead of saying, you know, right. Levitan just says heads up for rolls. 
<laughs> you want to straight heads up for rolls. Yeah. Like 10K. You want to cross book 10K on a season long bet and then 10K every week in DFS. He <laughs> <laughs> just tossed in the just DFS hanging that dick out there. And by the way, if you want to play me in tennis, I'll use a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we. I, for me, I just got the popcorn. We need more of that. We need more. It's like the training, you know, the training camp. There is, uh, you know, there's fights and little squabbles and, you know, people getting sick and tired of, of practicing against themselves. And they just, they just want like the season to start. Kind of feels like the same things happening within the fantasy industry. Oh yeah, we had we had a pretty good uh, subtweet of uh, Sean Siegel on our ship chasing episode the other day too, and it, it feels good to uh, to get in the mix there and uh, mix it up with the salty characters there. It's like the scrimmages, you know, the, the Panthers, the Patriots, everyone getting kicked out of the scrimmage today because they're actually able to hit someone that's not their own teammate. Yeah, it's literally what I just said, Pat. No, you <laughs> talked about practice. I'm saying we got to get the people scrimmaging, the scrimmaging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Christian, who tackled Christian McCaffrey? I want to know. Some rando. Yeah. Yeah. And then Stone um, also th- threw a ball at Jeff Simmons, which is like a huge, massive man for the Titans. And it turns out that guy was not even a player. He was like director of operations or something. Practically, Burks had to go to the sideline after the long catch because he's out of breath. Yeah. I but, really yeah. just think he was wanting to review the highlight of that catch. Hey, <laughs> he uh, have you guys? Do you guys watch Hard Knocks at all? I watched I the, the first, first one. one. So Don't spoil one. it. Okay, Twitter the Dan already Campbell spoiled speech. Them. We were talking about getting fired up. The Dan Campbell speech was yeah. pretty good. Dude, I like. I knew he was a meathead. I guess I just didn't realize to what extent of a football guy meathead football he guy. is. He's like, also, he's like a real-life parody of a football meathead guy. So I'm actually a big fan of, of Dan Campbell. I enjoy his whole shtick. I don't know if you I guys do watched too. Sydney. I do. Yeah. There was hard knocks in season and uh, they did the Colts last year. And Frank Reich comes in in like week nine and he's got a copper pole. And he's like, this, <laughs> this is lightning hits it. It's grounded. It grounds it into the ground. And there's positive reactions and negative reactions. And we're coming off a, a loss. That's a negative reaction. We need to have a, when it hits, it's going to be positive now because we're grounded like this pole. <laughs> like this. He's got a nice audience. I take a Dan Campbell speech a hundred times out of a hundred over the <laughs> copper pole be grounded speech. Okay, um, question yeah. now: Can would you let kids watch that? Because I, I may or may not have let my children watch Hard Knocks, <laughs> no. and they were fired up. My non-forty-nine-year-old was like, "I want to play football right now." Yeah, you got boys. Yeah, I think they can. They can handle it. I love that scene. It, where he's doing up downs with the team for warmups mm-hmm. and was it the commentary like shouldn't he be like trying to see who's working hard right now so he can make more <laughs> informed roster decision but he just has to get in his up downs for his own personal workout all right I'm pretty sure uh, you have t- someone walk around and see if people are open yeah or you maybe just roll the tape on the hbo cameras and uh you're good um tuttle you're drafting a team you want to fire that up now just so we can yeah, this is um, we do to set some background. Out. I uh, I had to re-download Underdog, yeah. then uh, then finally got the location services to work so I could show <laughs> this on stream. Uh, threw twenty five bucks on there. This is going to be my only Underdog draft of the season. I just wanted you know the audience to see what it would be like. To Did you use a promo code title? 
Uh, I mean, I was on there before. Okay, all right. But but yeah. why would be my question? You're I see you in the alerts channel. You're grinding preseason NFL stuff. Okay, I can tell you Landon McCutcheon just dominated <laughs> last week in preseason. I can't tell you anything notable about season long stuff. I right s- I just feel like if you're grinding preseason games and blurbs and stuff, you should have some degree of um, edge. <laughs> As far as over the people that are not grinding that stuff. I mean, I, def- I, so I still know more restraint. than like the average Joe, but. I want to join mean, so bad, but I'm not. not Pete over here. I mean, he, what? Probably has done like 500 drafts. I'm not that. I'm not that sick. I'm like 200. <clears throat> Tuttle, you don't even have the spike week overlay. Oh, they're they're la- they're laughing at my dark mode. What would the spike week mode. overlay say? <laughs> it would just it would just tell them correlations. <laughs> so, oh yeah. I, oh, where am I? Okay, this is. I what's your user day? Is okay, it Mr. I'm twelve. Mister Tuttle of five. I got the twelfth oh, yeah. pick. So, um, oh, the twelfth pick. That's that's my range right there. It's uh, I think that Pete took all the Swolcast love. Yeah. How I do I do dark mode? Every draft. Uh, oh, okay. Perfect. Easy. There you go. There you uh, go. So I was on Liam's stream, like I said, and we we're just talking about all of his teams that he was drafting. And I'm like, why do you not have like, not even spike week, but like, what, what's the deal here? And he's like, I will never have an, a HUD overlay basically. Like he's anti, anti overlay. And I just felt like that was from a guy that's drafting so many teams and instead manually inputting his stuff. I, I feel like that might be a, a waste of his time and so i told him that and he said hey i'm just living a little and when he said that i literally had zero comeback he he is such an interesting mix of like obviously comes from a chess background solving puzzles like very analytical but then he is also very much a feel-based player just wants to live inside his own galaxy brain uh i respect it well he is tracking what he's doing right he's just not doing it based on that's just right. in his high stakes leagues and he's manually okay. inputting everything so oh, um, wow these guys this is going a little fast for me this is going a little fast man uh tunnel uh, do you have any sort of um like do you remember how the drafts were from last year just so you just so you know so like positional it's pretty much two qb two tight end maybe you throw one extra on one of those guys and then it's like six and seven on the others so I, I know like lineup construction, it just, correlation, well, it obviously. If, if you I'm do, not going to know this week 17 stacks. That's not going to be a thing with me. What's your uh, philosophy on ADP, Tuttle? Um, Tuttle would be would 100, would 100% be in my camp as far as... No you, way. Yes. If, if you Huddle be a 150 unique... maxing, he would be an ADP bro. Don't even try no, to I'm say m- not... Mostly an ADP bro for sure. Um, yes. But I, so my question for you guys, so I, I did two $5 drafts yesterday, big roller uh, in preparation of this on DraftKings. I find myself, so if I set the stack up, I inevitably reach for the quarterback. If the of quarterback's course. the last part and I have two pass catchers, you have to reach there, right? Well, so says I, no says. Oh shit, it's my turn paint. already. All right, we're not going Fat Najee. We're going CD. All right. You love it. Let's go. Tuttle off to a great start here. All right. Um, so you just got CD. I think this is there's... a classic spot. 
No, no. Oh, oh, little oh, Homer. Little Homer. So here's the thing. What a Homer. <laughs> here's the thing. He's going to get so much passing work. He really is. They're not. I thought Dylan was the passing down back this year. Get out of here. That guy's. No. His quads are way too big for that sort of sort of involvement in the passing game. He was a surprise I, last year in that sense, actually. Is that the is that the take title? We're all trying to figure out who is the Packers wide receiver one. And your answer yes. is it's Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, hundred percent. That is I that like is it. the take. Yeah. Um how I don't think we've even talked to you since Dubes kind of came on the on the scene, Tuttle. How high are you on him? Well, I, I made uh, a rare tweet about None of us college football grinders are surprised because Dubs was just like tearing it up. All our degen- all of us degenerates that were playing like the late night slate CFB DFS um, before the Hawaii games, like that he was he was just dominating with Nevada. So it's it's not all that surprising. I think he's talented, but I don't know. It's going to be is hard. It, like 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 Pete said, Aaron Jones is the wide receiver one now. Is it Dubs or or Dubs? It's Dubs. I, I always thought it was Dubs too. I need I mean, to add that to the thread. I'm fairly no, confident. I thought, it's dubs. I thought we all wanted it to be dubs, but it's actually Dobbs, and he never corrected. I think that's people. right. Yeah, yeah, he never corrected anything. Okay, it's Do- I and legit. On- I I looked this up yesterday. I thought yeah, I'm, on I my was- on my thread, I looked up all the names, including Albert O. And uh, sad news to report, uh, Pete, you are dead wrong about his pronunciation. Who? Albert O. Okay. Oh, I say- know. I've already you taken say the a L on this. Cooey Boonham, which also the Denver Broncos uh, media guide said the same thing. And I think that's how it got out. But is it's, it it's not... Yes. Yeah, it is tough because I, I think I got like 90% of the way to, to right there. It's a tough one. That kind of just rolled off your tongue. That was like, uh, that was impressive. I've I'm tried to back get into down. my shell. I'm back to Alberto after just confidently pronouncing it wrong for like well, two years now. I'm on the show a couple weeks ago, you said like it was. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was what that was the joke of the summer. <laughs> I had right. people in the replies of that being like, because I I did it like phonetically that they actually started to read it out loud. <laughs> okay, so what are some of the worst case scenarios for brands out there, Pat? Yours might be Albert O is really good this year after all the slander that you kind of. Well, I've sort of, uh, I'm like, I think I have like 7% Albert O right now. And for yeah. most of the summer I've been overweight. So I've, uh, I've already been protecting myself against that one. For me, it's a, uh, it's a fun way of, of talking about Greg Dulcich, who I think will be, will be good down the line, but uh, you know, he's a rookie tight end. So we'll see. Oh, so a little bit of a brand play where it's like a it's like a Debbie play where he might not be good this year, but you're using this avenue so that whenever he is good, people know that he's your guy. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a pass catching tight end who can get downfield. Uh, they took him with a day two pick. I think he'll he'll be yeah. something, but you know we're looking at like probably the Cole Komet timeline where two or three years from now we're actually excited to draft him. Pete, what would be worst case scenario for your brand? It seems like it's been kind of a taken on a life of its own that I have zero percent David Montgomery and BBM three, <laughs> and it's a bit of an anomaly be- or because I have pretty smooth out exposures. Like even the guys I'm down on, I generally have like four percent of, and I have zero percent David Montgomery. So that that would ruin me if he's the guy you need from a, a lot of different perspectives. 
Yeah, I, I feel like they'll. That's not really a hot take, right? Like that's like there's lots of people saying zero percent, which I'm also zero percent Dave Montgomery, so I'm right there with you. But the thing about the hot takes on the like flyers, like Pat with the Dolchich, I would say the closest thing I've been on record saying, uh, you know, Benjamin is this year's Rashad Penny. I take him in a ton of drafts, but it's like if you know Benjamin doesn't hit, no one's gonna be like coming with pitchforks for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, big like the Kenneth Walker news uh, yesterday. Mm. That was uh, that was tough. You know, in a walk fine. It's just a small hernia. Okay, I actually have no idea what to do here because they just took. Okay, who, we can't I even wanted. see your screen, really. Um, this is the most narrow draft board I've ever seen. Well, what the fuck, you guys? This is Tuttle's. Tuttle's got one yeah. of those. Yeah. It. Is that better? I'll like that zoom was in better, and yeah. shit. Here, we can figure this out after you make your pick. All right, I'll tell you. Well, I got two now. I'm taking ETN because yeah. Alpha Dog Levitan says that's not <laughs> Well, actually. Why can't I zoom slip? in? Tuttle, you want a cross book? Oh, there we go. Take, take Waddle like an alpha. Fuck, no, Waddle sucks. What? I kind of want to do a really, oh, really bad beta move and own the libs with Zeke here, but I'm not going to do it. I can't wow. do it. Um, you can do whatever you want to, but you got to do it quick. Okay, I got to do Waddle. You're right. Uh, wow, it's the it's the move. I'm not. Why, really do, why do you guys? Why are you guys out what, on Waddle? seven Silva here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, like. I wanted DJ Moore. He's DJ the Moore guy is such an that alpha. you. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the guy left at the bar at two a.m. You just kind of got to take because maybe ADP, but like something has to happen. <laughs> it's like three metaphors there. <laughs> guy, you maybe have to take because of eighty. First time, first time watching the show, Pat. But yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> but like, it, he's the second receiver. You know, for this offense, we don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen to. So, something has to happen, to Tyreek, for him to for him to pay off where he's going. I don't think that's true. I don't know that if that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys like. You guys like taking? Um, I don't trust two of the that's, second that's wide receiver the... in the fourth round. Is that what I'm hearing you say? You guys oh, like fading like... highly explosive first round picks or awesome as rookies? Waddle was some... really good as a rookie. I mean, that's fair. As someone who has uh, loads of T Higgins, I actually love to take second wide receivers in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Pat, were you what were you doing this past weekend? I was at a wedding. Um, Pete was at a wedding. You were you were invited to Davis's wedding. I was. My girlfriend was not able to make it, um, which which put me in a bit of a bind. I uh, ended up going to the Fantasy Expo, missing Davis's wedding, which was a bummer. Um, Fantasy Expo, baby. Fantasy Expo. And so uh, how, how was the expo? Ex- how was the expo? How many people were there? I mean, there's a lot of people there. I don't know. I didn't get a head count or anything, but it seemed pretty. <laughs> were there were there a lot of virgins there? But it wasn't. Was it was it like a trade association thing, where there's a lot of people you already knew, or were there a lot of Joes? It wasn't just all the the pros. Uh, it's a lot of pros. It's a lot of. Uh, it's like a lot of industry people, which is which is cool because you get to meet yeah. people. Well, that's kind of what the trade is. So what the FSTA stuff was, because people wouldn't even go to um, they wouldn't pay for the conference like they would just go and hang out while it was going on. And then at night, you know, kind of part like crash yeah. the, the, the trade association party. So it's awesome that the content people have a way to, to hang out. I saw where Ray 
hurt like tore his Achilles. Yeah. He's playing flag football. What was the flag football game? Set it up. Well, so it's on the fields, um, the Hall of Fame uh, field. And, you know, some some people were in like legit uniforms. Curtis Patrick's guys had like these these like awesome uniforms that they put but together. Those were the Rotoviz. Uh, those were the Rotoviz. Yeah. Yeah, but he went outside the Rotoviz family to get some ringers. <laughs> he did. There everyone <laughs> on their team was like like just wide and like thick. <laughs> it was like, good <laughs> God, man. <laughs> I, I didn't get an invite. <laughs> yeah. It was uh it was an impressive group. Um but yeah, we we did not have a long run. Our team, Denny, was our quarterback <laughs> because he had injured his knee. And as it turns out, it is helpful to have a healthy knee because if you do not, you can't get much on the ball. And uh, through an interception on the very first play, <laughs> which led to a quick loss for Team Roto World. Uh, so who was on Team Roto World? You, Diddy, was Pat. Me- Denny, Pat, uh, Eric oh. Proton, Lawrence Jackson, Kyle Dvorak. Oh my! Um, and and what position were you playing? I was playing wide receiver. Uh, you know, I was asked to get deep and draw coverage on that route, and I, I did my job. <laughs> Pat came open deep after uh, the first read. Lawrence was was double teams that allowed uh, a nice window for Denny to zip the ball into. But uh, he did not zip it any floaters. <laughs> Guys, I'm on. I'm on the clock here. Little sun god here. Little uh, hard yeah. knocks. Ball. Yeah. See, see, that's oh, the issue. So Waddle doesn't suck, obviously. But I like. I have a bias. I'm kind of like Davis. I have a bias against these small dudes. Um, well, but whatever. It's easy. He's going to make him a star. It's easy. And, and what? What's the update on Dobbins' injury? I think Dobbins is the night. Yeah, you can. God, he's fine. I he's fine. fine. Yeah. Sixth. Yeah. Whatever. The beginning of six, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, he was going as high as the seventh and eighth. Like so, it. people were incorrectly off of David Montgomery like the past two years when he was like the workload, but Herbert's the guy now, right? Well, not the guy, but like his workload's actually threatened this season. I think so. It looks that way. My bags say that's exactly what's <laughs> happening. Ooh, Herbert, baby. <laughs> um, we got Drake London on down there. Uh, what what's your take, Pat, on Atlanta this year? Uh, so I like Kyle Pitts a lot, and I feel like you're getting you know potential DK Metcalf type breakout with tight end eligibility. So that seems pretty sweet. Uh, Drake London is like a little more expensive than I would prefer, but I am taking him. Uh, I was taking a lot of Algier, but I haven't heard really much buzz on him. It seems like that could like take longer than you want where he's going. So I've cooled off a little bit on him. The offensive line, I think, isn't going to be very good. Uh, I worry about Mariota because I think he could get benched. Mariota. Mariota. Mar- Mariota. Yeah. Okay. Mar because he's bad, right? So that, that kind of helps. Help he, you mars you. <laughs> he mars you. He mars you. You don't want to marry yeah. him. Yeah. That was a Trey Lance reach right there, right? I don't. I mean, at this point, if you want Lance, he's not coming yeah, back at the end of the seventh. That's true. Yeah. So here's the thing with Mariota, because Dink and I were talking about our, our love for him, and then Dink said Leone is, is not on him at all. And I said, why 
Leonie, why are you not on? And of course, the wives and girlfriends love this conversation. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, he said, because I don't think he's going to be playing in week 10. And I said, well, what if he is playing in week 10? What is that? What would that mean? And he said, what if? What if he's the guy you need <laughs> is what you said back to him. <laughs> what if? And, and he said, well, then that would mean that he would have been pretty good. And then Dink and I just looked at each other, nodded our head. <laughs> and went back to, went back to eating our meal so um, sounds like leone really dropped the ball at arguing uh for that situation there but aren't I there scenarios he, where yeah. mariota is fine but they are just the season's lost and they throw on ritter the last couple of weeks to see what they have sure um but like that's a what if scenario pat like i'm drafting the guy who's <laughs> starting quarterback <laughs> With wheels, and you can get him in the 17th or 18th round. You've got to think through the, the playoff weeks, don't you? But you should also but, start drafting more Sammy Watkins, Kitchen. I bet he gets off to a fast start, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, if we're saying, if, if like we're doing that, then are you drafting Ritter then? If that's your thesis? I have been tacking a lot of Ritter. I'm not on. actually drafting a lot of Ritter because I think Ritter stinks. <laughs> oh, well, you I cannot I actually, play uh, both sides. This I, is... I think you can because no. <laughs> I had an article come out on uh, good old Roto World uh, yesterday go. about uh, best ball quarterback strategy. And the issue with Ritter is that you're probably taking so many zeros from him mm -hmm. that he's going to crush your advance rates. But then, you know, maybe if you get a Ritter team through, he could be the guy you need. But I don't. Yeah. But it, it just might ruin the Mariota teams and not really help many many people. Ma Mariota teams. Pat, even as uh, I know preseason yada yada, but he looked pretty good in his first game, and mainly the fact that he did so much rushing as well, I mm -hmm. thought was encouraging. Ritter or Mariota? Ritter. Yeah, they Mariota. Ritter. They both did. Yeah. No, he, but uh... Pat, Pat's been way more down on Ritter as a prospect overall. I have been down because he's not he hadn't been very good under pressure and he's he's not very aggressive as a thrower. But yeah, if he gets in there, he'll run. Like I, I'm more down on him from like a can he beat out Mariota type of situation. I think he'll be fantasy viable for sure if he plays. So how much Malik Willis do you have, Pete? I need to get more. Uh I, I think I only have like one percent. Guys, it's I've done lots pick. of Ritter and Pickett as QB threes and not enough Malik. Yeah. I guess Willis over Pickett right now. Um, let's see. Who you got, Tuttle? You got three and three, right? Yeah. Do not draft Antonio Gibson. That guy is... Yeah, uh, water boy now, right? You can, yeah. get your, uh, you can get your cowboy stack here pretty clean. Yeah. Yeah, Dak. I like that. I guess that take Armandra here. Nobody else point. is really... Ramondre, Ceh, Miles Sanders isn't terrible. You guys find the what's the, what's the Miles Sanders take? I'm uh, buying some Miles time. I'm going to take the Dak stack, and then somebody give me some take on these running backs. Miles Sanders' take is that he's not going to see special down passing work. Uh, yeah, we let, we, we're Team Ramondre. I think I would say if you here. don't want to do a three tight end build, I would take one of Hawkinson or Goddard. Yeah, get. That's did awesome. you take? We already have a lion, right? Yeah, if yeah. you take Amonra, then take Hawkinson. Yeah. Yeah, Good call. Look at this. Sense. This is awesome drafting with you guys. Yeah, and you know, 
you know, the difference here is that we're like actively trying to help you. Whereas um, <laughs> if Davis was on this show and I was drafting, we're getting those he would just be stacks. like waiting for the bomb to go off. If Davis then... was here and you were drafting Kitchen, it would be he'd be snarkily commenting Pete like he doesn't even know about this correlation. <laughs> well, Kitchen would have forced Traylon Burks right there, well, like, without a doubt. It all no, not has to do. Eight. Kitchen no. comes in to draft and acts like he's solved the game of best ball. Tuttle comes <laughs> in and says, this is his first draft he's done. It is asking for help. It's a little different tenor to the conversations. <laughs> I do Tuttle. notice a little bit of a different tenor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. Um, so Tuttle, if you're trying to win a large format best ball tournament, how would you do it? I would just play the best guys personally. Just, just say no correlation, guys. no stats. No, I, I, th- I think there's something I mentioned. The, the important things are correlate. Like the, I think it's fairly easy. Like the important stuff, roster construction, correlation, much more important than actual players. Um, and then just hope to get lucky from there. Essentially, I, I you mean, said roster construction, correlation, much more important yeah. than the actual players. Yes, I, I agree with them because that's what so, I said. So you would maybe take a, a value in a draft because. No, I'm thinking he's saying he would rather the correlation, even if it meant a little bit of a sacrifice on a round of 80. Well, how much like how much sacrifice about. are we talking here? We're about one or two rounds, whereas, um, you know, these two right here would just be fainting at the thought of a player around too early. That's well, what, that, that Dak pick was kind of early, right? I mean, not around early, but that Dak pick was potentially yeah and peter's itching like underneath the you know the camera like uh i'm just uh touching something after this start by tuttle it's pretty pretty nice bill he's got going (laughs) (laughs) the the solo this is the the only bullet i'll have all year be a great story i mean i think there was the poll on who everyone wanted to see win yeah it was last place what the the fuck that's your own doing tuttle that's your own doing because you weren't you weren't on the show to add to, um, you know, what you are now. Davis is on every single show except for this one, and he was in second to last place. So he was really the lo- the last place. The best thing you could do, Tuttle, coming out of the stream to like boost your odds in future polls like that would be to come up with some kind of pithy slogan, a la "Live a little." <laughs> That is reflective of how you feel about best ball strategy as a whole. That would do Com- wonders. Combative and pithy, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, um, you know, people people enjoy Tuttle because of the way that he um, strategizes and how to take down tournaments. Obviously, he's, you know, he's won some G- some GPPs in the past. Um, and Tuttle, did you do that by taking the guys with the highest ownership or did you do it by trying to get a little unique with your builds? We've already well, talked you about can, you can actually You can win GPPs shit. with... Uh with some high owned guys in there, Dave, you know that, right? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I mean, you're talking to a you guy who loves, need, loves like, to min cash. I love to min cash with, uh, so I, I say there is a strategy to, uh, to living a little. Well, in from your, a your ownership season. perspective, isn't the, isn't reaching for your guys, like almost kind of eating the chalk because you're getting less, you're, you're less likely to then get a low owned 
Uh, no, we've place. tried this line of thinking. It does not work on him. It yeah, I don't does think you're going to be able to. Uh... It's creating a unique lineup, Pat, because you're, you're not. We're going the chance to create a better. You're not unique chalk with every pick. You're creating a unique okay. roster to try to win a half where there's a half a million entries. Okay, hold All right, on. Yeah, sure. Um, if you're it, scooping it, value with uh, with some reaches in there, I'm with that. It's my pick, guys. Um, okay. And I'm completely unready for this one. Um, we're talking about reaching a little bit. Somebody, I, yeah. I, I know nothing about the guy. Somebody talk to me about Jalen Tolbert. I prefer I Wilson, Wilson over Tolbert. Wilson on the board, yeah. Jeez. Oh, gosh. Like a, I'm going to autograph. Like we could have just had one of you guys on. You're both like saying the same thing at the same time. But I get two picks. Let's remember this. <laughs> I, I do like I Rondell, though, too. R- yeah, Rondell, I think, nice. is a great pick, yeah. All right. Kitchen, yeah, we're not, we're not going to force because, yeah, I agree with you guys. We're not going to force that that Tolbert pick. And Rondell's the getting exact... overdrafted anyways. Rondell's my, – my point, Tuttle, is to draft high-ceiling guys and don't care – like, you, you're drafting them based on what you think they're going to do. Your lineup tells a story, and you're – you're not shying away from them because they are around earlier too, especially with you with the 12th pick. There's going to be some guys that go in these next 22 picks that you would have to reach on to get your guy. If you think that they are going to be one of the top plays. What Um, I think that the failure in your premise kitchen is assuming that Tuttle has his guys. He seems pretty (laughs) agnostic to the entire player pool right now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I would agree with that. Hey, did you guys see uh, uh, Garrett Wilson, who we just drafted? Did you see him hyping up Joe Flacco the other day? No, yeah, I didn't. I, what did he say? He was just commending him. Um, it was almost some uh, uh, subtle shot. This is, where Tuttle, this is where Tuttle grinding preseason, it pays off, because we have had zero mention of Flacco on the show until now. Well, no, he was just tell, saying how nice of a ball – Flacco through um yeah he, just but knows, he, like... he knows the different angles essentially to make it easier for for a receiver to catch where it sounds like zach wilson maybe does not so i read angles. it i didn't i didn't hear it but it like it had a tone to me as i read it you know where he's like he was like yeah it's a little it's a little different it's a little different and they're yep. like, he's like you know I, I he he makes it easy to catch i'll put it like that <laughs> it's like um, yeah he didn't want to like... throw the throw him under the bus but he basically yeah. did yeah when um when Wilson went out, what were you doing, Pete? Because I know that he was one of the guys that you're able to to stack with all the the value. <laughs> what the hell is this question you're asking? When he went when he went down last week, where, what was oh, your initial reaction? Did you yeah. cry for your bags? Yeah, well, my first of all, Kitchen, I'm so glad you asked. I'll never forget where I was when I heard that Zach Wilson was going to be out two to four weeks and that the yeah. surgery went great. I mean, it really rocked. Well, my no, world. it was it was not that. I'm talking about the initial reaction, Kitchen. I don't even have that much Zach Wilson. I I I don't even know if it registered as a blip on my busy days radar. <laughs> well. I thought you were big on the jet stacks this year because you were able to get Wilson at a, like Wilson. I don't know what you want me to say. I, I got down on my knees. There was gnashing of teeth. I was screaming at God, "Why me? Why would you do this to yeah. my bags?" Yeah, <laughs> you you know Wilson was the one guy left I could correlate and properly stack on my value teams. So. <laughs> he does slide really late. I noticed that. 
<laughs> just just keep Mac Jones upright, please. Mac, Mac, Jones. Jones. Mac Jones, Daniel Jones, Goff, and Zach Wilson. And... Now I need to go see how much. Zach I had Wilson more Zach Wilson I than I thought. I will say, <laughs> <laughs> for the reasons Kitchens mentioned, I was like, I guess I did that backdoor stack. Yeah, because he was a little more. Because that was right. one of the late stacks you could do. I'm 11. Yeah. percent You're right yeah. in all my value teams. He's the guy I have. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> there goes Albert O. Say say the name, Pat. Okui Boom. No, no that's I messed vibe. it up. See, I, I did. I, yeah. You, you made me do it again. Aquabinum. Aquabinum. I'm almost on the clock. What are we setting up here? So Um, the guy you asked me about brand guys, my, my biggest brand guy is still on the board. Uh, My highest owned player on underdog right now. Oh, there's the Nico Hardman after getting injured. He just got taken. Uh, Spiller because Spiller. What's the the brand guy? Rashad White. And I would say Tuttle after passing Mm -hmm. on Tolbert, I would get the double stack with Gallup. Um, there we go. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the timetable on his return? He'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know. This this seems a little bit of a force, right? Fine. I'm not, I'm not who, needs, who needs Twitter doctors when you have Kitchen <laughs> saying he'll be, he'll, fine. Be fine. he'll be fine? I love it. Kitchen, you gotta you gotta like put on scrubs and do updates. Like got the, yeah, well, Tuttle Tuttle's like the biggest anti doc out there as far as like he does not like Dr. Chow at all. Chow. Oh, We're going so. Rashad White because that was what was touted to me. There's somebody else I kinda liked, but I forget who it was. You don't Deshaun. want to do the Gallup stack? I want Dotson. I want Dotson. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. From the he, guy he, he, who he brought you live a little. Money. Comes, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> he will be fine. Are you concerned at all about I'm not. I where he's being not. drafted in I the 12th round? There, I thought there was going to be some kind of reasoning or logic to why, like, you read a report, his rehab yeah, was no, going, he's but healing it was just fine. Okay. <laughs> he's healing because he's healing, Pete. He's healing. <laughs> Has he suffered any setbacks, Pat? I've not heard of any setbacks. Exactly. So he'll be what? He did seem to be uh, completely out on the idea of being able to play week one. That didn't seem great. You want him to be rested and fully 100%. You don't want him to try to play when he's not ready. He'll be fine. This is best ball. You're not drafting for week one. You guys, right. can't, you guys cannot just... be saying um, you can't take Mariota because he's not playing week 10 and then say uh, you can't take Gallup because he's not going to be playing week one. What, when I'm, is he expect? Do we actually have news on when he's expected back? It doesn't matter. Tell he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> there he <laughs> goes. Right? about it. You're not drafting him for week Wait, one. No, you draft. He's Mar- your six wide receiver on the board. If he, yeah. if you're counting on him to provide a top three or top four score on your position in week one, then your team's already toast. Is what I was told. Um. So I need to put somebody like a tad bit better than Jared Goff is the guy that's going to get auto-drafted if I miss a pick here. Yeah. Just from, I Because I almost missed that Rashad White pick, and it was that would have been Goff is pretty early pick there. I'm sure hey, you guys have all your rankings set up and all that. You don't even have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could um, do Tua. You could, you there's one the terrible drafter in this that keeps reaching. You just took Don to Foreman. Ooh. Don's in the... That, Didn't he just that's... take it? Isn't that what just happened? Where are we? Where are we? Yeah, Dante Foreman. He's third string, right? 
that never is a bad happens pick. in my drafts. This is bullshit. Well, I'm gonna get the the, the collusion refund or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do one draft and have it not count. Yeah, I can't even win my two. How, how Tyler much said Gallup ACL in January. He'll be fine. LOL. Tyler, do you not know about modern medicine? ACL injuries can be basically cleared up in like four months now. I just thought of an awesome content idea for underdog. So you have judge Redman and he films like these little, uh, short videos where he throws out drafts where he comes at Deontay Foreman in the fourth round dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing a green screen, uh, jury. I mean, he's basically Derrick Henry to be fair, but it's true. Yeah, like I can see the upside, but you could get There's the Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco, speak to me about Pacheco, guys. He's the uh, he's the one that's setting my Twitter feeds abuzz. There was yeah. a there was a minute where you could still get him in the 16th, 17th. I got a little little taste of that post hype train, but same. same. As soon as I saw, he was running with the ones. Yeah, got him. How much Rojo do you have, uh, Pat? Less every day, kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I didn't really think about this, but Liam mentioned this scenario where he gets cut from the Chiefs. Yeah. But then he gets he signs on with another team. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's the story. We, being, yeah, we tell ourselves. It, right. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I actually mentioned he could be the foreman just out of football for a few weeks. And then <coughs> a team desperately needs a running back. He's the guy. You know, the perfect fit. Absolute perfect fit. And this isn't a bit New Orleans Saints. Let's get Rojo to the Saints. That'd be fun. Are you buying the the Michael Thomas hype um, title? <laughs> um, Slam boy hype. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's good. I, I, I agree with the. I mean, and now he's got Jameis. I think I agree with the take that Drew Brees was completely washed towards the end of this, his career, and he couldn't throw the ball further than twenty yards down the field. So. How is Slant Boy gonna have, you know, run any other routes where he's actually gonna get the ball? So I'm I'm, I'm on board with with the the Thomas hype. All right, you're coming up on your uh, 13th and 14th round pick. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing here. You got a one four six one build. Really, you could take anybody here. I'm going golf later. So if there's a tight end that stands out, I don't. This so is a pretty flat tier for tight end, but yeah. you might miss the end of it if you don't grab one of them here Where, what is uh what's tunyon's ad like on everett there? and higby are are always normally nice picks uh, new. i think we can shoot I, th- I think we we risk it and we wait okay and it's because you're an adp bro and that's why we love you yeah i was gonna go wandell is what i was gonna do though so uh, I, was I like that that you just got yeah what, oh, no. what, what are our yeah, thoughts with robbie can baker hit robbie he's getting a little hype I think I prefer Landry to Robbie, but oh, that's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna read. I'm gonna do the reach right thing there. for the quarterback that we don't even have yet. I'm gonna go Jamison Williams here. Okay, one I like of the it. Picks. That's an Alvin play. That's a go get your guy play. Yeah, that's, that's a go a, get your go guy. Get um, I just yeah. cannot believe the reaction by Pete here. Oh, that's a go get your guy play. Where like I Landry versus Rob. I'm going Robbie. I'm no, sorry, Pete. I'm, I'm still sorry. tilting that you're acting like Robbie is some exciting alpha play compared to Jarvis Landry. No, you say Land- I, I, I told you I don't like the slant boys. All right, that's fine. I'm I'm with you. And Pete trying to win a million dollars by drafting Jarvis Landry. 
it just seems counterintuitive. Well, the counter would be that we have just draft lots David of- Bell later on in your drafts. Wow, Art Kitchen with an arbitrage suggestion here. I like and it. a pretty good one. Pretty good. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. Ah, what really what am I? I don't even know how many people I've picked. So the I'm, guy does I'm two drafts. All of a sudden, he's full of ideas. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, two public drafts. I've been doing. <laughs> I'm up to like over fifty now. All so, right. um, basically. Pat, have you ever made like what's the farthest you've made it in a best ball tournament? Well, <laughs> Pete, Pete asked me on specifically because you guys have a rule apparently that you have to have someone who hasn't made one of these finals on, on the <laughs> yeah. on the cast. So here I am. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good response, Patrick. Um, um what's the what's you- the Jets running backs? I keep seeing Michael Carter, like. Just somebody tell That's me. That's who Pete's targeting now Michael that he's Carter. packed all of his tell Brees me this Hall bags. <laughs> yeah, Pete, he's still not a third round pick. You gotta, you gotta yeah. count him a little more. I gotta, I gotta pump my bags harder. <laughs> gotta, gotta I'm done drafting him. him. I'm done drafting him, but he's really good. You all should draft him now. <laughs> you can draft him now. I mean, you guys should all be willing to draft a guy around cheaper than I did all summer, <laughs> around more expensive. Oh man! So, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, Tunyon is who I wanted at tight end. Hmm. A little bit of a homer, you but should have I'm... reached then, Tuttle. You should have reached if you wanted. This is this is my whole thing. If you wanted him, you should have taken him. And well, I, I reached on Jameson because that fit lineup construction, right? Like I'm not reaching on guys just for because I have a take on them. Maybe what's uh, what's the update on Tunyon's recovery? He's back at practice. Back practicing, yeah. Um, I, I'm just running with a theme that we don't know what the hell is going to happen in Green Bay. I'm I'm fairly confident Aaron Jones is going to be like wide receiver one or two, but after that, I think it's like who knows what's going to happen. So he'll be fine. So as we're as we're waiting, um, I mentioned that best man story. So they, a few people had bagged on Davis's tattoo selection, which you guys would appreciate. Uh, Tuttle, we were actually there in his live together, uh, die alone tattoo days with from Lost. Um, but you know he's got he's got a tattoo on his chest. Do y'all know what it says? No. It says "Love Conquers All," basically. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. So um, his best man, shout out to Rhett basically was talking about this and at the end his advice to sarah he said um or to davis's partner he said i just give you three words of advice love conquers all and then just ended it and everyone just was in just standing up and elated like it it was amazing it was an amazing best man speech is that when he reminded you of yourself (laughs) yes (laughs) His delivery, like this guy's good. And actually, I went up to him afterwards. I was like, "That was an amazing best man speech." It was classic and I, kitchen. I promise, I promise, this was his response. He said, "You think it's good enough to be on the Swole Cast?" Wow, that was actually an audition to be on the Swole Cast, Kitchen. How do you think you're? If you were, I mean, there was no <laughs> reality in which Davis would ever have asked you to give a speech at a wedding. But would you have relished that assignment to give a speech? One hundred percent. Yeah. 
But I would have pumped him up, though. I would not like I would have done more pumping up than than tearing down. You know, there's the class, all the all the classics were used, the short jokes, the, um, you know, the tattoos, the long hair, fantasy, the football. Like, so all that was used. Uh, but I would have I would have hit the highlights, not the lowlights. Were there any public? The... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, were there any public Davis drafting on his honeymoon jokes or did that stay? Yes. Okay. Yes. In fact, the best man from the Swole cast, he, you know, he heard the Swole cast show. Um, and so he brought that up in the best man speech. And <laughs> I would have looked right Carter at Sarah. Oh, yeah. Did not know. And she looked at him and it was like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> but Davis was play Davis was also playing ar- along with every joke mentioned. Uh, okay, I, I missed great. the tight end tier guys. Yeah. It, it kind of yeah, someone so you got to wait. Sure did. <laughs> I had this to get, I awesome. forget. I had to get Robbie Anderson. What can I say? Yeah. So I'm taking Jared Goff. Need that. Yeah. Um, what is it, tight end? Brevin Jordan, Austin Hooper. Yeah. It's oh, Hooper. Um, Hooper was targeted the first two times on today's two minute drill. By Tanny, so it could be a or be Hooper's a not a bad guy. backstop. I do Hayden Hurst as a backstop as well. Oh, Hooper's oh, already taken. I'd go John, I guess. No, he's already what? Hoop's already taken. He's Tell him you got to pick someone. Go to the Hurry, tight end. You're gonna get, oh, no, oh my god, nine receivers. Oh, god, oh, your only bullet, too. Why do you refuse to use the positional tab? Oh my God! I need a quarterback or tight end, so he features the view that has just... <laughs> he just searches for Hooper. <laughs> well, Hooper's gone, so I'm out of ideas. I missed oh the God. Hooper pick. I should have right. gone Brevin. All right. Um, do you have a hard out, Pat? Throw it out of here. I do, but not not. <laughs> okay, Pat. Any uh, any interesting? Any more interesting um, tidbits about the Rotor World staff or contracts floating out there? <laughs> well, yeah, tell us how the beer, uh, Barry deal got done, Pat. Yeah. I know you all the details. <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting uh, – no. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're actually over on the NBC and NFL and NBC YouTube channel streaming all day today. That's why I have a Yes, yeah, it's, it's the draft day. Draft day, yeah. So I'll be drafting with uh, Gretsch and with Daigle doing a mock draft over there. At Very nice. How did your fight yeah. pod go with Daigle? It went well. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've had two of these now, and I've won both. So you know, it tells you a little bit. It tells you a little bit, I think. Starting Just the to judge. See. Uh, well, so Pete and uh, Leone judged it last year, and I don't. I mean, that was clearly a mistake by Daigle to let oh. to let those be the judges. So so that one was a uh, was an easy victory for for me. Also, it turned out that I was right about most things. And then uh, this year was Denny. Uh, and I got, I got Denny, Denny did not agree with my Daryl Henderson pro argument, but then I got him to side against a bad player in Zach Ertz, which was nice. And then I actually won, won the argument with Rashad White. Oh, went to your, uh, went to your specialty there. That's right. Very nice. We should have a, a fight on this, on this. Pat, can you talk about Dave's takes? Worked into your recent articles. Didn't see any of his tweets in the articles. No, yeah, I didn't. Uh, you know, there's so much great stuff 
Yeah. Uh, you can't get it all in. Yeah, Pete, have you mentioned Live a Little at all in the Fantasy Life newsletter? You know, Dave, I haven't. Um, Big mistake. Yeah. No, I think Pat would have considered embedding one of your tweets in, but there's kind of this human psychology thing when you see only three likes on an embedded tweet, you kind of discredit it. I love how Pete's thing is now uh, Twitter shaming me when I'm the one who is like begging people to get him to 10,000 followers. And now he's just, just nagging me on the regular. So I'm going to turn notifications on for you, Dave. That's (laughs) the least I could do as a branch for your tree. Dink used to do that. And he used to like insta like every tweet and it was just like, made me feel so good. And I feel like he, at some point has turned them off. You know what? I, I, I am full stop unironically going to turn on notifications for you, Kitchen. I think we all should. Let's go. I just wanted I, to be known that, Kitchen, if you were to make an actual tree of your fantasy tree yeah. and put that on a t-shirt, I would I would buy that as some Soulcast merch. That, that would be... I, um, I thought about that when I... Jordan Case was there. He was actually in the wedding tuddle. So, uh, nice. he's with Underdog now, but... He was definitely was this, in the tree. Was this the guy that you and Davis were debating on whether he was yeah. from your tree or not? Yeah. And um, like I staked him. It was like uh, it was like one K on draft street for like some sort of college sports thing uh, at one point. And he just like he totally freaked out. But he was our college writer. Tuttle can attest to this. Hey, guys, I knew Brevin Jordan was going to be here. Yeah, anyway, you got to give the uh, value hound uh, how Tuttle Brevin and Eno will grow is our final. I love it, love it. That's not that bad of a team. All right, all right. So let's let's recap your team, Tuttle. I'm trying to, I don't even know how to like zoom out to see the team. People, people will go to the pride, yeah, yeah, because I'm zoomed out and now I can't. All right, it's probably because you're uh, old school, like 860 resolution, pixel resolution. If you monitor, click your yeah. team on the on the draft board above, it should bring up the whole team. All right, I got to zoom out. Tuttle, is your monitor Wait. square or is it widescreen? There we go. It's uh, it's wide. It's okay. like a 20, I don't know. They're not big enough, but. All right, so we got <laughs> CD, Aaron Jones, Travis Etienne, Jalen Waddell. Sun God, J.K. Dobbins, Dak, T.J. Hawkinson, Garrett Wilson, Rondell Moore, Rashad White, Jahan Dotson, Jamison Williams, Robbie Anderson, Jared Goff, Van Jefferson. Okay, we started out really strong and then kind of – See, I still think this could work. You have to get – you know, Liam mentioned this yesterday. You have to get a little lucky. Like Van Jefferson could be the lucky play. Are you saying – hang on, Kitchen, wait. To win a (laughs) 470,000-person contest, you need to get a little lucky? And I'm saying that his Tuttle's mistake could come back to reward him. I think the mistake was not getting the a tight a the tight end at Robbie team. Anderson. I agree. I agree yeah. with that one. Other than Retrospectively. that, I like this. So what would we have taken? Let's see who came after. Uh, I think you should have taken Janu. You should have waited and just take Janu. So ton- it would have been Tunyon, Hunter. Honestly, I'm not. It's what I would have. I would have pushed for uh, Everett or Higby for you there. Yeah. I take yeah. those guys a lot in that range. I agree. That would have been the better move. And and not auto-drafting Van Jefferson probably would have been all right. But, mm. uh, you know, when he's uh, facing that team that he's facing in Week 17 and catching touchdowns, it's getting pretty, pretty sweet. It's true. It's true. Um, Pat, final thoughts for us? Well, it's a 
pretty pretty nice draft here. I like the way Tuttle was able to scoop some value. Not too many crazy reaches. Got a triple stack while doing that. Really enjoyed. Does it. your yeah? What what about your own final thoughts? Like, um, you know, what do you have going on? Thoughts just well, that, about... that, you know. Yeah, as I said, we've got the uh, the draft stream coming up here in like ten yeah. minutes over yeah. on uh, NFL and NBC. Check that out on YouTube. Okay, uh, we got ship the new YouTube channel. Yeah, rolling out this tonight. We've got a main event draft tomorrow. We've got a main event draft Friday. We've got a main event draft. Uh, Ten p.m. Uh, we're we're kicking those off. So check that out. We've got more next week as well. We're in we're in it. When am I going to get invited on for a main event draft, a piece of that action? You know, I had never, I'm glad you put this out into the world. I didn't even know you were, you were in the season long managed streets. Do you do waivers? Because that's uh, that's a big selling point. Of course I do. I listened to your guys's uh, ship chasing your, your waiver stream. Okay. All right. It actually oh. helps me because that's on a Tuesday night, and you know most waivers are on Wednesday, and it uh, it helps. So Nick is asking, are all the SC drafts going to be uh, streamed? Yes, we literally have. I think back to back to back nights, all three of them this week are going to be streamed. Yeah. All of our non Vegas drafts will be streamed. Also, our streams are on a Wednesday night, so I don't know what what you're talking about there. Or maybe you had one Tuesday night. I don't know. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that we stream on Wednesdays. For the um, for the waiver wire, the whole reason we do our show at nine fifteen on Wednesdays is because FFPC it's, lock is at ten p.m. on Wednesdays. It's literally the only reason we chose that time. You have a taker in the chat. You and Chess Liam doing a main together, ripping the big dog. Are you going to be in Vegas? Are you coming to Vegas, Kitchen? Uh, no, I didn't get the invite this year. Next year, next year I'm gonna I'm gonna do Vegas, and then I've got. Maybe a few production companies that would want to film a documentary. Um, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Uh, Pete, final thoughts? Uh, no, it was great, Tuttle, to have you back. It was great to hear some Davis wedding stories. I do worry that the bite-sized philosopher is <laughs> never going to escape him. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I just did it. This stays in the Swolecast family. You can't get out. It's just for people in here. Okay, uh, Tuttle, final thoughts? Yeah, it was fun. It was a nice little break from uh, trying to figure out who's going to be the highest on starting pitcher on tonight's slate. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's good to get back into the, uh, the NFL scenes, and it's nice to do a, a Swolecast where NFTs weren't the main topic of conversation. You should mint that team you just drafted as an give NFT. It and, but yeah. I do think uh, that your wallet will also act as a trophy case for uh, future big wins. That's my take for NFTs. It's what we call utility. All right. So that will do it. Um, and yeah, for those, uh, Liam has his own channel. He's not up to a thousand subs yet. Yesterday we did a draft and it was also someone said it was a master class that I gave him on, on content. So go and watch that if you would. Uh, he said that he he will be on whatever swole cast we need him on, except for today's because uh, he's traveling. So um, shout out to, to Liam. Shout out to everyone that are doing this draft. And Liam gave me an idea after this is over. If you're in the chat, just refresh, leave a comment and of course, leave a like. We'll see you next week here on the Swolecast on RotorGrinders.com. Peace.